Hey everyone, welcome back to Mondays with Mon. I know it's been a very long time since I've last brought out an episode. I think it's actually been more than a month now because the last episode was when I moved to my new apartment in Sydney and I think it's actually been two months in there since then. So I'm very sorry for the delay. Um, I don't really have an excuse other than I've just been very unmotivated and very lazy. We have lockdown to blame for that. I've just been enjoying my new place and we bought a dog. If you haven't seen him plastered all over my Instagram yet, his name is Diego and he's a cavoodle and he's so bloody precious and I'm obsessed with him and I spoil the absolute shit out of him. Um, initially, Jake and I weren't planning to buy a dog until we bought our first home, but we are both massive dog people and we have both grown up in families that have had dogs their whole life. So when we moved out, we had a bit of FOMO and we were missing the love from a furry friend. So we asked our real estate if it was okay, if we could have a dog and it was all quite fast. It was it, <laughs> it was all within like two weeks. I had sourced a private buyer. I had gotten the approval from Strata and from the landlord. And yeah, he got dropped off Friday two weeks ago. And I have been very occupied since. <laughs> Other than Diego, um, I'm working on some exciting stuff behind the scenes in lockdown. It's given me lots of time to reorganize the back end of I Create Beauty and also kickstart something that I've been working on which is a sister company to I Create Beauty and I'm so excited to announce it very soon hopefully if all goes well and I've been working on this for quite a while and I'm the biggest perfectionist ever anyone who knows me is or close to me can attest to just how picky I am with this sort of stuff and it's been a bloody headache to organize purely just because I want everything to be perfect but the thing is I've realized now that it's never going to be perfect and there's always going to be things that I want to pick at and if I keep pushing this back it's never going to get done so now is the right time to just do it I'm just waiting on a few more things to arrive and get sorted and I can finally announce it hopefully very soon so you guys heard it here first something is coming <laughs> Okay, so moving on to today's topic, I have wanted to talk about this for quite a long time. It's one of the most common requested topics to talk about on this podcast. When I asked on my Instagram and when I speak to people about what I should talk about, this is something that comes up a lot. And it's something that I personally deal with and something that I know a lot of you guys will, will relate to as well. This will be more of a discussion and a little bit of my opinion and hopefully I can bring some advice to the table as well. So let's just get straight into it. So there are a lot of things that trigger me in regards to body image and online shopping, social media and you know what, even shopping in person. Um, how often do you look in the mirror and do you say, if I could just lose 10 kilos, I would be happy? Or... If I could just get rid of that cellulite on my thighs, then I could wear the dress I want to wear. Maybe even I wish I could put on more weight to fill out these jeans. 
Unfortunately, this is a very common occurrence and majority of women are dissatisfied with their bodies and may even take extreme measures in attempts to changing their bodies. As an example, a study that I found shows that 63% of female participants identified weight as a key factor in determining how they felt about themselves, which they feel is more important than family, school or career. And that's really fucking sad. Like that is a prime example of why I think this is a huge issue that we currently have. And it's something that should be spoken about more often. Another research that I looked up suggests that 86% of women are dissatisfied with their bodies and want to lose weight. Women and younger girls regard size, much like weight, as a definitive element of their identity. Some girls are going to assume that there's something wrong with their body when they can't fit consistently into, quote, standard, unquote, sizes. Others could reject a pair of jeans simply because they won't wear a particular size. And this is where online shopping or even shopping in general these days in any store comes into this. And it's a huge contributing factor to this issue. When I was 16 to say 20, I want to say I don't remember having these sort of issues with shopping and online shopping. And that's not because I was unhappy with my body as such more because I was a size 10 and a size 10 was a size 10 and I didn't feel the need to size up when I shopped. Now that's a different story. A lot of brands are making these sizes really, really small to save on costs and this is what's causing the problem on women feeling uncomfortable because they don't fit into a size 12 pants even though that's supposed to be their usual size. You can't tell me that you haven't gone through that as a woman. I guarantee you 99.9% of women have gone through this or have had this experience and it is not a nice feeling having to size up especially when you've already anticipated on sizing up and the size up from your regular size doesn't even fit you. Odds are you're not gaining weight the size system is just fucked up. I see the issue Obviously, when you're making larger sizes, it's going to cost more money for the company using more material. It doesn't seem fair that a smaller make should be charged the same price as a larger make based on the fact of how much material you're using from a company's point of view. However, and that is a big however, (laughs) it's not right to then try and fix this issue by making an extra large equivalent to an 8 to 10 to save on costs ethically that is so fucking wrong I don't own a clothing company so it's hard to speak on behalf of them but if it was my company I would 100% be making sure that the fit is true to size and I would be making sure that my size range is wide see to me that's really important end of the day you're going to be making more sales this way and you're going to be appealing to much more of a wider audience With smaller companies, I get it's harder to start with a wide range of sizes, but the least you can do is ensure that your fit is true to size. I have been turned off so many brands as a woman with a curvier figure. I see the size 8 models in the photo and it sells the dress so well, doesn't it? 
until it comes and half my ass is hanging out and my gut shows in it because it's the thinnest, shittest material. It's such a problem and I feel like I'm so limited to where I can shop. You know what? No shade to City Chick, but if one more fucking boomer tells me to go shop at City Chick, I'm actually going to lose my shit. Surely there should be more shops to choose from out there for women like me. I like to think I dress well for my body and people do tell me this, but let me tell you now that it's a major emotional struggle to find clothes that fit and although I have nice pieces that do fit well, I have others with price tags on them still that are the same fucking size that don't even go past my thigh. I've been on sites where there's some pieces I would absolutely love to own, but the sizes don't go past a 12 to 14. For me, there is nothing more disappointing People who I've ranted to about this topic have told me just to lose weight then. Why? Why? So I can fit in with society's ideal of pretty. As a confident woman, I don't need to lose weight to feel pretty. I just want to be able to wear what I want to wear and not have a problem fitting into clothes. You could say majority of girls step onto the scale to determine their self-worth. If they have lost weight, then they might have a good day and they can briefly feel okay about themselves. If they don't fit into a pair of jeans that they bought from Cotton On, then they feel absolute shit about themselves. Body image has now become intertwined with one's weight and therefore if women are not happy with their weight, they cannot possibly be satisfied with their body. We now live in a society where young girls believe one way to definitely improve their self-image and to feel more confident is to either lose weight or become thinner. But it's not just thinner. Women struggle with cellulite, stretch marks, or even being too thin. Women and young girls are now living in a society where their bodies define who they are. Girls are continually reminded by the media about various new diet programs on the market and the value in weight loss. I mean, you see it everywhere on TV, on Instagram, on YouTube, everyone going out and getting their plastic surgery and getting a BBL and getting liposuction. I'm not shaming any of that, but to me, women today face impossible images of beauty on a daily basis where they watch shit like this and they feel like they're not good enough unless they look like that. Young girls and women feel insecure about their bodies and physical appearance and often believe that they have to change their bodies to gain self-esteem. I found this survey which said that 2% of women in the world would honestly describe themselves as, quote, beautiful, unquote. Majority of girls want to change their appearance. What does that tell you? This is having a mental toll on young girls and they feel inadequate. This is when they're going to turn to severe behaviours in an attempt to manipulate their bodies to, quote, fit in, unquote. It's an unrealistic standard of beauty. 
I was watching um, a girl's Instagram story where she was speaking about this topic and I found it very interesting and very relatable and I want to ask you guys the same question. So answer this for me. Do you find yourself reaching for the black long leggings instead of the baby pink bike shorts? Because I do. I constantly ask myself why though. If I'm doing it because I'm scared to show my cellulite through these shorts, then I'm going to put them on anyway. And that's how I'm training my mind to work. I shouldn't have to hide behind black and wearing long tights if I don't want to. I'm constantly getting told by the old school family members that I would be prettier if I was skinnier and if I wear certain clothes that a woman of my size, God forbid, quote, shouldn't be wearing, unquote, then I'll know about it and I'll hear about it and I'll cop that look and I will feel so insecure. And I know that a lot of women can relate to that as well. You know, that sort of behavior is not okay. If someone is an unhealthy weight or size, there is other ways to tell them if you feel like you have to. I personally think unless you're a healthcare worker, you have absolutely no right to question someone else's weight or size. I'm going to tell you guys some struggles that I have personally gone through and I hope that it can be a little bit relatable to you guys and I'm going to talk you through how I've gained my confidence and how I've just learned to basically stop caring about the way my body looks and embrace it instead another one of my favorites is like when you go to your friend's house and they're all like size eights and they all fit into each other's clothes and you can't stay over their house because you have no clothes and there's no way you're going to fit into anything they have and then you sit there with them and they're trying to pick out like their biggest t-shirt to put you in it's so it's so fucking embarrassing and it's so degrading I could sit here and talk to you all day about times where I have felt so belittled and it might not even be on purpose but you know like things like when we were filming a video just be to give you a specific example and it was someone else and myself and at the end of the video one of us had to get piggybacked and the skinnier other person was like oh, well, you're definitely giving me a piggyback, Monica. And then she starts laughing. Like, this is the thing. These people laugh like it's a joke, like take it as a joke or like, you know, you know you're fat. (laughs) Like, that's so fucked up. I can't explain to you guys unless you've gone through it. It's so fucked up to feel that way. There are so many times I've been called fat without being called fat. And those ones honestly hurt just as much, you know. Thank God we have some influencers out there who praise women's bodies and who aren't afraid to show their stretch marks, show their cellulite, show their curves, post a photo without having to edit it to make you look skinnier. You know, fucking shout out to those influencers and those people out there. 
because they're the type of people that are going to change people's perspectives. We need to start normalizing every type of body and it needs to start with social media and it needs to start in your home life. It needs to start in your friend circle. Other things I find super uncomfortable is when you're online shopping, you have to, if you're a curvier woman or an oversized woman, quote unquote, you have to go to the plus size section or the curve section. They've made it an effort to put curve and plus size into a separate category. Like, why? I've never understood that. I've never understood why that's a thing. You know, it's just, why? So, you know why? You know why they do that? Because, God forbid, a short black dress would ever be seen on a woman that's larger than a size 14. God forbid. So, they're not going to put that little black dress on the plus size section they have separate clothing they have separate clothing for the plus size why is it that the plus size clothing is so fucking terrible as well the cute stuff is for the petite 6 to 10 or 6 to 12 if it even is a 12 because they're not usually the 12s are usually the 8 <laughs> you know why are all the cute stuff there it, this is what I mean. It's just so hard. It's so fucking hard as a woman. And I totally get it. I get why you would feel insecure. I get why you don't want to show off your body because it's not celebrated enough. And little shit like that, if you can relate to any of that, you'll understand why. Women are like this. When I stopped giving a shit was probably a few years ago. Um, nothing really happened for me to just turn. I just, you know what, I just look at myself and I actually think I look good. And that, I, I'm in that 2% or whatever that statistic was that actually genuinely feel, feel like I'm beautiful no matter what size I am. And the only way that I would ever feel anything different is if I'm told otherwise, which I am. And that's sad that someone else's perspective can make me sometimes doubt myself. But for the majority of the part, I am a very confident person and I am very happy with how I look. Whether I'm this size, whether I'm skinnier, whether I'm bigger, I just don't care because... I know there's more to life than how you look. I'm a good person. I do good things. I have a great life. And that's more important to me than the way I look. So I changed my perspective to worry more about what's happening around me and and making sure that I enjoy myself, making sure I have a good career, making sure I'm healthy, making sure that the people around me love me, support me. There's more to life than the way you look, honestly. There really is. And I've realized that. And that's my secret to becoming more confident. My very first episode was about judgment. And judgment comes into this topic, definitely. And I have flicked that little switch off in my head where 
I think about who's judging me, who's looking at me, who's sharing my posts, who's liking my photo, who's looking at my story. I flick that switch off. I don't look at that stuff anymore. I don't care about that stuff anymore. I dress the way I dress if it makes me happy, if I think I look good. And that's all that matters to me. And that mindset was built up over time. It didn't just happen like that. It was just built up over time of being so over, constantly worrying about how I look and constantly worrying about how other people see me. And I am so much happier. Honestly, I'm so much happier this way. It's still frustrating, don't get me wrong. I still go through moments where I question it. I'm only human. I still go through moments where I see things online or I'll receive an address and it will look disgusting on me and I'll be like, fucking hell. But you know what? I don't think that's about me. I think that's more about the things that are happening around me and the society that we're in today. And that's what makes it so difficult for women to be confident because they're constantly getting booby-trapped by all these fucking annoying things that we have to deal with constantly. Like it's people say confidence should be easy. Well, it's not because of that. Anyway, I feel like I'm rambling a lot. Um, There's so much to say about this topic and I feel like I'm missing so many things. I would love to have someone else on this topic with me about body image. It's a bit hard to do right now during COVID, but I will most probably continue on with this topic and maybe get on a really good guest, like maybe advocate for body positivity. And I feel like we could bring a really good episode as well. But I just really wanted to briefly touch base on this topic and bring it up and just have a quick little discussion about it. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually recommend some of my favorite stores. I get asked a lot where I shop. So let me name some for you. First and foremost, I really want to recommend Fate the Label. My friend Brittany's um, clothing brand, she's actually got a few. She's got Fate the Label, she's got Form Active Wear, and then she's got Staple Swim. And all three are fucking amazing. Swimwear that is made for every single woman's body type, like very hard to fucking come by. She's fucking done it. Can you believe that? No. Go and if you're looking for good swimmers, 100% go and see her brand. Um, so like I said, staple swim and then fate, the label is just like her general women's clothing brand. Also fucking amazing. Like the jeans fit well, they're true to size. I haven't come by that in so fucking long, true to size. Like when you, when she says true to size, it's quite literally true to size. Um, and she's got some really cute pieces on there too. And then she's also got form active, which If you follow me, you know that I speak very highly about. I've tried lots of activewear brands and there's very well-known activewear brands out there that all these influencers advocate for and couldn't speak more highly about and it's just a fucking bunch of bullshit if you ask me. Their clothing is shit. Their shit rolls when you work out. When I bend down, it's see-through. They're just fucking crap. I'm not going to say any names, but 
let me just tell you now, Britney's brand is, it doesn't roll. It sucks you in. It fits amazing. It's not see-through. I'm telling you now, I can't speak more highly about it and it's for good reasons. And I only speak highly about shit I genuinely, genuinely really love. This is why I'd be a really shit influencer because I just can't sell myself out and praise shit that I don't like. Moving on, another brand I love and is a bit controversial. Some people love it, some people hate it. I personally could spend hours in the store and it just depends on the piece, I guess. Like it does take me like a while to try on the stuff and I wish that their size range did go a slightly bit larger than what it does but for the most part it's pretty good um chic i don't recommend buying online from chic i really recommend going in store and buying from chic um i don't i don't love saying fast fashion brands but i do get some stuff from pretty little thing boohoo and stuff like that um they're not my favorite, but sometimes I do find good pieces from them. They do frustrate me because they're the type of brands that are going to categorize the sizing into plus sizing and petite sizing and all that. Like that fucking infuriates me. I don't know if there's a reason why they do that. If you own a clothing company and you know the reason why, please tell me. But I just think it's a bullshit thing to do and it doesn't. it's not necessary. Anyway, um... Another one, or oh, another one I love is um, Shopo. Shopo have a really, really good size range as well. Uh, and um, Fate the Label also has a really good size range. That's why I mentioned that. Um, sometimes ASOS as well has some good pieces. So I'd give them a go. I feel like that's it, honestly. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else, but not really. Like, it's very hard as a woman to find clothes. Like, if I find a piece from a random boutique, I'm 100% grabbing the bigger size and hoping for the best. That's just the way it goes in my life. So, and that's fucking sad. Anyway, it just says more about the company than it does with me because I know that lots of girls are in the same boat. I'm also going to end it with some of my favorite influencers who promote body positivity really well in my eyes. So we've got Kate Wosley and her um, IG handle is KateWoz underscore. Um, we've got Riley Hempson. I love her. Her handle is HealthyCheek101. A lot of people know of Riley. And then last but not least, we have Kate Jones and her handle is dedicated with a K underscore lifestyle. All amazing women who I really look up to. I think I'm going to wrap it up here and just leave it as a quick episode to get myself back into the swing of things. But um yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this one. I hope I brought a little something to the table today and I've helped you in wanting to try and be more confident in your own body. If you ever want to message me and talk about this topic, I love it and am always open to having a discussion about it. 
thank you so much for listening you guys as always if you listened all the way through you rock and until next time bye